What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the latest installment of the You're Still Here podcast. This is going to be one of those old school, and by old school, I kind of mean just like, I don't know, what, six months ago, double streams where I'm going to have it going on YouTube and over here on Instagram. And the reason that I'm going to go live is because, like, I I have a, (laughs) it's almost borderline embarrassing to say, but really not. A story that honestly could be on Unsolved Mysteries in a good way. If you're somebody out there, now look, typically you watch any of my stuff, you listen to me at all, you're going to get nothing but Tom Foolery, and I promise you, Tom will be here. But there is something that kind of happened to me like a month ago that, look, if you've listened to me at all, I'm not the most devout type. Like you don't, I'm not a preachy guy. But there is something that I do want to shed light on that happened to me that straight up I'm going to tell you in the exact events that it happened. And it wasn't just me there. And if you're somebody who, I don't know, you have something going on in your life, you need some sort of uplifting. I am not a Joel Osteen. I am not clicking on accounts that give you those quotes. I don't have an inspirational quote in my headline. Oh, that to go to look forward sometimes you gotta not look back whatever these scam quotes are in people's bios i obviously don't preach that kind of stuff however look there's no doubt about it um but i almost don't want to go into it right away because i do want to kind of give some normal stuff first the first thing i want to do by the way and the reason another reason i wanted to run this dual stream is because there's been a there's been a contingent of people who have kind of come to my Instagram via my request because I've obviously been doing some side work for that company on Odd Shopper and I've been doing right by people then they did right by me coming over to the Instagram. However, simultaneously because I wanted to greet some of the people, simultaneously on my Instagram account a random video I made like I don't know what a couple months ago where I split screen Zac Efron's face with Jack Nicholson's from the 1989 Batman movie where he kind of looks like the Joker. I was watching that interview live. I'm like, that looks like that looks like the Joker. That is the scene from 1989 Batman. Let me split screen and put it out there. Maybe a couple people will get a chuckle. Well, people are going on full-on arguments on a million-view video. And of course, you know how it goes with me. If I want a viral video, all you got to do is not include myself, and it's just going to take off. It will go millions of views for anything not including me. That's the key to my break. We all remember the Will Smith Eminem thing that I put up there about under 24 hours. And then every meme account stole it, put it right on their page. You're the funniest meme account that's ever existed. People see it on my page. And that's kind of funny. 10,000 views opposed to the 3 million. Some guy played it on his radio station the next day. Don't think I I have it right here on my phone. I'll play it right now. Eh, No credit. Anyway, that has nothing to do with this. I wanted to welcome the people who came over to the Instagram account via my request, per my request. But I didn't know who it was because... It was mixed. I was getting all these notifications from millions of people arguing on this Jack Nicholson, Zac Efron video. So I didn't know how to discern who was who. So uh, hello and thank you for coming over. I appreciate it. I kind of feel a little bit like a, I don't know if you watch Game of Thrones, but you remember when Cersei and Stannis both needed to hire the golden company because people wouldn't fight for them on their own. I feel like that's what I had to do. I had to give people winning bets out there and then bribe them over to my Instagram. And I was just hearing, you know, uh, 
I don't know who was it that, that said, if they're not coming over for love, it's not real. That's why I feel like I hired the Golden Company, and we all know how that worked out for both Stannis and Cersei. Um, I appreciate you guys, all of you who came over to the Instagram account. But like I said, I'm going to tell you guys about something that happened to me a couple of weeks ago. And I don't know if you're somebody who needs to hear something a little inspirational, a little divine, then I'm going to provide that for you. I even like I honestly was borderline like, let me not I'm not going to tell anybody this. I've always theorized that if you saw Chucky the doll, if you saw Chucky from Child's Play, Andy how you've grown. The doll that murders you, if you actually saw that in your house in real life, you better never tell anybody. You better never tell anyone that Chucky the doll is coming to kill you with the knife because now you've lost all credibility in every single facet of your life. If you go to another fully grown person and say, listen, I know this sounds nuts, but there's a doll. It's got a knife. It's coming after me. You're done. You're done. Even like your whatever you have to say about the NBA is now null and void because you've said something so asinine. You just can't keep a good guy down. So if you ever do see Chucky, <laughs> for real, if you see a possessed doll that comes back to life, Charles Lee Ray, you have to say like, oh my God, Frank, my next door neighbor broke into my house and he tried to kill me. Then your friend will be like, oh my God, that's crazy. Let's go see what it is. And then he'll see Chucky and they'll be like, oh my God, there's a freaking doll. It's going. Like, I know, but I couldn't tell you because you wouldn't believe me. You'd think I was crazy. Crazy. That's how you have to handle things like that. But with all of that said, I'm going to give you guys somewhat of a Chucky story on the good side, on the good side. But before I do that, I first want to tell you about this girl that I went out with once. And we were hanging out for a little bit. And if she's one of those people who secretly stalks somebody's Instagram that she messed around with, and then they do it for years under an alias, then hello. However, uh, this person was one of those devil's advocate people where I was, if I would just say something, she would take the opposite side of the argument just to play devil's advocate. So I would make a point and then this person would argue the other side of the point. Then I have to pick apart these arguments. Now, I didn't know she was playing devil's advocate at the time. So I have to go through all these things. Like, no, I swear to you. No, the Instagram model, that's a fraudulent life because they're trying to claim like they're trying to help you, but it's really just ass picture. So I'm doing this whole long spiel. And then at the end, she would go, no, I know that. But I was just playing devil's advocate. Oh, oh, oh thank you for making me waste 25% of my day's energy because you simply wanted to play devil's advocate. I'm not a fan of that devil's advocate lifestyle. No one ever talks about the angel's advocate, someone who just agrees with you, somebody who actually, you know, eggs you on. But then that's going to bring me to the story that I wanted to tell you. And, you know, I'll try to be semi-serious here. So a couple of weeks back, I think I was explaining that maybe I couldn't do a show or I couldn't do a podcast because I had to go to New York to film something. And I was filming this mini documentary that MSG, the sports network, was doing on the quote-unquote Santa Claus brawl, the incident that my friends and myself orchestrated in a game between the Islanders and the Flyers where there was a whole melee on the ice and it appeared on SportsCenter. You saw me post clips of it on the, this Instagram and you can find it on YouTube and whatnot. If you just Google Santa brawl, the Santa brawl, you'll see the whole mini documentary they did on that. So I was talking to the people at MSG and I was scheduling myself to go in there. So we picked a date and then I went in there and I didn't realize this until the day of, but like the day that they had scheduled was actually 
it was the same day that my brother passed away two years before. So I was having a very bad morning. Uh, it was like, for the most part, when you watch any of this stuff throughout, I mean, I make videos every single day. You, uh, I'm usually not a trickler. That stuff doesn't trickle in to my videos and my life. I mean, I nor I handle it pretty well. Average, better than your average bear, at least. But that morning, obviously, was an incredibly tough morning. And I was scheduled to go in there at 2 o'clock. So if you were to watch the video, by the way, if you were to watch it, you could see my eyes look bloodshot red. And, you know, people were saying, like, well, you, you have pink eye or something? And then, you know, there's that secret contingent of people who thought I was like yipped up on coke or something like that. But that was not the case. That is not, I am not a uh, drug user. And if I was, I just would say nothing, but I'm not. So oh, are you one of those people who thinks now I have a guilty conscience saying, well, then you know what? Then bring out the lie detector test, but you have to put money up. You have to show up with $650 if you really think I'm lying. And me and you will go to the local police station. And I don't guess we're going to have to pay the person to conduct it, but then we'll see who's lying. However, <laughs> did I just lose my way on a theoretical argument with nobody? So that morning, very, very tough for me. But I was going in there with two of my friends, so I figured, you know, once I meet up with them, I'll be in a better mindset and I'll be ready to go. So I meet up with my friend, and we're about to go into Manhattan, and um, we're going to get tickets for the train. So I'm starting to feel a little bit better, still not where I need to be. And he goes to the little ticket machine. So picture a little ticket machine for a train and whatnot, and he goes to get his ticket, and you know, he puts his card in, it comes out, but I didn't know, I wasn't really loosely, like I was loosely watching. Imagine your friend was buying something at like a machine, you know, you're just kind of checking your phone, standing over there and he gets his ticket. And as he's walking back to me, I just see in the little dispenser there that there was a little gold coin. And I just thought that he had maybe bought it with cash. And in that particular machine, I know that they it dispenses dollar coins. Like if you were to put in a 10 for a $9 trip, it's, it just spits you out a dollar coin. So I'm like, yo, you, you forgot your change in there. He goes, I just paid with card. I was like, well, the last person must have left it in there. So he goes and he grabs it. And from afar, it just looks like a regular coin. I'm, I don't even know what a dollar coin looks like anymore, to be honest. Remember when it used to be like seven feet wide? It was like this big if you got a half dollar. But he comes over with this gold coin and it is not money at all. There's just two pictures on it on both sides. And before I tell you about it, I want to let you know that the person that I was with, this is one of my best friends from childhood. He believes in stuff. And whatever you want to label stuff, be my guest. He believes in it so little that when we were in college together, he sold his soul on eBay for $15. Yes, he did. Because he could. he's the kind of guy who'll look in the mirror and go, candy man, candy man. He doesn't give two rats asses about any of that stuff. So you're talking about me, you know, your, your we'll see kind of guy. And somebody who sold his soul on eBay for $15 when we were in college. That Those are the two people that are in this little story that I'm in. So he comes over with this coin. And on one side is a freaking angel on it. And on the other side, an no words, no nothing. It wasn't the antique coin. Oh, it's an anniversary coin. There's just an angel on both sides of the coin. And he gives it to me. 
And it was on the one morning, for the most part, all year, when I had to do something. You know, you guys know, for years, I've been looking for jobs on TV and gigs and this, that, and the other. The one day I actually have to go in there and, and do something that was on that was going to be on MSG, seen by a lot of people, seen especially by a lot of people who know me. I, I, I didn't have it. I didn't have the juice. And it was like I was trying to get myself back into it. And if you're a divine believer, that's an interesting thing to be put on Unsolved Mysteries. Because the wild thing is I didn't even want to look it up. Because you know what you're thinking. Like, what is this thing? It's the UPS yearly angel coin. And somebody looked it up for me without telling me. I told a few people the story. A few people who I can honestly feel comfortable telling them that Chucky's going to kill me in the middle of the night. And they responded back to me a day later where I guess they looked it up because you know when it's not you in the situation, you don't mind Googling Googling and seeing, let's see what nonsense this is. Well, she Googled it and apparently it is a guardian angel coin. And you want to talk about chance. Like if I saw that on May 9th, it would have done nothing. There was one day I essentially needed something to jolt my energy differently on that day. And of all the times, and it was given, and the guy, like, when you need to explain it to someone, you know, there's the, those pe those Miss Cleo people who want to, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, they dished a coin from heaven like in Little Nicky. No, no, I was with the most miserable person you could ever imagine. And when, he, it's just very weird. It's, it, it was one of those moments in the movies where, you know, two people look at each other and like, uh-oh. So I don't know what that provides anyone else. If that provides somebody any sort of, I don't know, you need a little moment of uplifting. It made me stop and think for a few minutes. I'll tell you that. And if you want to see, I have this thing right here. And this was the exact coin that was in that freaking thing. And just watch any of my videos. Like I have something on this podcast called the scam of the week. Uh, the scam of the week is an integral part of this podcast. In fact, you want another one right here? All right, let's queue it up. You think I can't go from nine to five and pull a 180? Scam That's of the a week. Scam. That's a scam. What a scam that was. So this was all a scam, huh? I think I honestly have two of them. Number one, I was home in New York. I traveled for that. And then I traveled for the holidays. And I got a great, this has to be well known. This is called the Departures Pickup Scam. Uh, I don't know if you guys have ever traveled to populous and busy airports. I don't know why anybody would ever go to the arrivals to be picked up. When you can go right upstairs and you have a fully empty departures lane and whoever it is that's picking you up, you go to the departures and that's where you get picked up. You flip departures with the rivals and you get, it's it's a fantastic scam. And in JFK airport, oh my God, that's like, you don't have, and by the way, there's permanent construction happening on these. There's construction straight from 1967 to last week. So there's one lane open, but you get picked up in departures always. Solid scam, gonna save you plenty of time.
you know, happy New Year's, by the way. I realized for the first time in a while with New Year's, what percentage of young people, as I ask a question that you're not going to have the answers to, what percentage of young people do you think watch New Year's on some sort of like, not live TV, meaning like not cable television. So you're watching it on your Roku or whatever streaming service you have, your Hulu live. Do you know I had thorough enjoyment? I don't know why this, this is, yeah, you know, all that divine intervention back to me being a miserable prick. I had enjoyment of people yelling a fake countdown because I know, I know I've worked in streaming. There's a minimum 45 second lag on the live stream of the New Year's countdown. So do you know how many fake countdowns were going on around New York City and wherever as the ball was fake dropping? Because you know the Hulu had a 40-second lag. You know that service had a 20-second lag. And there was a bunch of fake countdowns going on. And I don't know why I found that enjoyable. I found it enjoyable because your clock already said 12. I take enjoyment out of random, random, useless things. Um, but let me think if there was anything else. I mean, if you haven't seen that mini documentary, by the way, um, it's, you know, it came out pretty good. They left out a decent amount of the funny stuff, but obviously, you know, when you're trying to tell a family friendly Christmas story, you got to relax. You know, you can't use my references where I talked about uh, the greasers and the socias meeting at center ice, you know, especially with what we saw earlier this week, I was, I wanted to tie it in, but I guess I kind of just rushed into it. everything you saw with that you know, Buffalo Bills player. And, uh, you know, it was a best case scenario for him when he, you know, he passed out on the field, they were able to resuscitate him and it looks like he's going to be somewhat okay. And there was, I saw a lot of people discussing and prayer and doctors and people were criticizing prayers. Well, you know, I'm the kind of guy I'd rather stay quiet, even if I do whatever you need to do. But, you know, if you're one of those people like prayer versus doctor, I don't know, man, this coin this ain't a Harvey Dent coin, I'll tell you that. But uh, that's an interesting thing that I'm going to, you know, keep on me probably, you know, pretty much forever. But um, I also thought, you know, I know that if my brother was ever talking to me, watching, he knows how I always was. I joked about everything and he would want me. I think the, I think the week after... <laughs> The week after he passed away, I used that as like, you know, a springboard to start the podcast and whatnot. And I said, if he was, the <laughs> if he was the type of person who passed away and was like living amongst us, he'd be like Kevin Bacon in Hollow Man, just running into hot girls' bedrooms. <laughs> but I, I also wanted to say, you know, when I saw everything happen with the Bills player, you know, as someone who has been through uh, an actual, legitimate, serious tragedy, does that give me clearance to speak more lighthearted about tragic events? Does it like, do I have a, you know, do I have a card? Do I have a card I can use? As my friend Gary said on our show, Look Who's Chalking, like, is that like a Jewish guy making fun of a Jewish guy and it's fine because he's a Jewish guy? Like, does somebody who go through tragedies, are they allowed to speak lighthearted about tragedies now? Don't think I'm just going to go in there and do it. I'm just posing the question. I've got the tragedy card. Are you allowed to joke about tragedy since you've endured a tragedy? Is it one of the few benefits of having to go through it? Or do I got to endure a tragedy and continue the tragedy vibe? 
And I'm not talking about like if your grandpa croaks in a fishing into, that's not a tragedy. If your grandpa died out there fishing, the mere fact that he's a grandpa, that does not qualify for tragedy. Okay. And where do I draw the line? I don't know. But your grandpa on a boat, that ain't cutting the mustard. Okay. It's not like, uh, I don't know. That's just not tragedy worthy. Like, you know how, you know, random people on Instagram don't get verification, even though they got a lot of followers. That's kind of what like the tragedy is. You need a real tragedy to be verified on my tragedy Instagram, you know? All right. Now I, I will, I will get to and see if you guys have any questions or anything. And before I get that, I'll, I'll say, if you do have questions, I don't like when people say, Hey, can I ask you a question? You ever get someone in person who asks you if they can ask you a question, like you somehow have the ability to decline it? Like, can someone say to you, Hey, can I ask you a question? You, uh, no, actually I'm not fielding any questions at this time. Sorry. No, they're just going to ask you anyway. So it's just the pre-question question that you don't have the ability to decline. Random pet peeve. But let me see if there were any questions here. All right. I appreciate you guys uh, giving the uh, giving the kind words. You know what? I don't want to be somebody who uh, who reads the comments live because I've seen that on TikTok before, where these people just go into the camera. Oh, oh, uh, Joe from Ohio, cool man. Is it getting a little cold there now? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I can't. I'm either giving you relatively nice entertainment or nothing at all. So. Uh, all right, everyone. I think that's going to be it. For all you Odd Shopper people, thank you once again for joining. Good luck with all your bets tonight. And for all the random comedy people, by the way, who've been following me for years, um, obviously, if you've been watching, there have been random sports things here and there. Well, I started doing some work for a sports company. Hey, entertainment companies ain't hiring me. So, you know, we're going to go back down to sports to come back up to entertainment. We'll see if that, that works. You know, try to go that McAfee route. Um, you like that? Comparing myself to an ex-NFL player, despite the fact that... <laughs> oh God. I know some of you said that it's easier for you to access the podcast via YouTube. I, I, I think that's a weird dynamic that you'd rather watch or, or listen to something on YouTube while you're driving a post of the podcast store where it's infinitely easier to listen. But hey, hey, you know, you're still learning. Just last night, I had to order an Uber for my mom in a separate state because she couldn't even do it on her own. So I had to, I had to order an Uber from a separate state to where she is and then had to coordinate. No, um, no, do you see him? Do, do you see the plate? Uh, the car looks, but so I get it. I get it. We'll get you there eventually. All right. Take it easy, everyone. Have a good one. I'll be back with you hopefully next week, if not the week after that. See you later.